For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. On today's show, we're going to explore new data to show what TikTok users are looking for to help with your marketing. Also, what I'm going to call some sort of hostility between TikTok and Meta, and we'll talk a little bit about that and lots more, all the latest updates from TikTok for you as a marketer. My name is Jerry Potter. Yes, it rhymes with the boy wizard. And this is the social media marketing talk show where we break down the latest social media news and what it means for marketers like you. Did you know that we can deliver awesome marketing info directly into your inbox? Simply subscribe to our weekly newsletter that comes out three days a week. You won't miss any of the updates going on in the world of social marketing. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates. Today, I'm joined by Kenya Kelly. Kenya is a TikTok expert who helps entrepreneurs grow on TikTok. She's the author of Before You Quit Your Day Job, A Strategic Guide for Entrepreneurs, which is a great title, and host of the Kenya Kelly podcast. Welcome to the show. So excited to be here, Jerry. So let's jump right into this. Regional trend insights is kind of what they're calling this. This is new data, new insights that we can use as marketers that TikTok has been rolling out. So tell us what's going on with that. So when I look at it, because a lot of times a lot of agencies are trying to help their clients to be convinced that they should use TikTok and especially for the holiday season, I feel like this is an opportunity for where TikTok is rolling out. Here are the stats for Gen Z, was it Gen X and millennials? And they're basically giving you these downloadable cards that's showing you here's what's happening with TikTok right now as it pertains to data. Yeah. So it's like no Canva required. We're going to make these slides for you and you can release them, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And it was interesting to see, I mean, certainly the data that's in there is interesting, but also when I saw a regional, you know, the biggest struggle when I work with a local business Mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, well, I've heard all the great things about TikTok, but all my people live within five miles. You know, what do I do here? And so when I saw a regional, I got kind of excited, like you might be able to target Mm -hmm. upstate New York. And there are obviously ways you can do that. Not quite that regional, but it is neat that they're sharing this data because obviously we have cultural differences and all kinds of different things around the world. Yeah. And I can't wait till they get that feature rolled out. We've been talking about that with them for almost two years now, but I think it's a lot of work for them to try to get TikTok to that place, but it looks like they're working on it. In what way to where you could kind of look stuff up more granularly by a a postal code or something like that? Yeah, it used to be, but you couldn't do anything. I know they've made a lot of different stages and leaps and bounds to get there, but they're not quite there yet. I mean, obviously they're still behind Facebook with like the ads and all that type of stuff, the targeting. But I think that in the next maybe 18, 24 months that they're all going to start giving Facebook a run for their money in that regard. Yeah, that makes sense. And speaking of ads, they are adding some new stuff. And we'll talk about that here in just a second as we do all things TikTok. Really quick, by the way, if you are looking for online training designed specifically for social media marketers, 
The Social Media Marketing Society offers high-quality professional development led by the network of experts that Social Media Examiner has built. And when you join the society, you discover new strategies, you can get your questions answered, and develop a true competence to tackle change head-on. So if you're a social media marketer, whether it's one person or you already have a team, you get like this super experienced extra team to back you up so you can do even better for your clients. You can join the society today at socialmediasociety.info. So up next is a new sharing feature that TikTok is allowing. And it's really interesting kind of where they're going for this. But before we break that down, what is this new sharing feature that they are adding to the platform? So TikTok is updating their stories feature where you're going to be able to share your stories onto apps like Reddit, Facebook, Instagram. I believe it's going to be Twitter, not just your TikTok videos, but stories. Yeah. And it's interesting because I feel like as Instagram is trying to maintain this, oh, we're still cool, young people, we're still cool. They're also going, don't bring that stuff over here. Don't bring right. that stuff over here. Right. And then meanwhile, it takes like, like, yeah, tell everyone, you know, it's, it's all about love. Yeah. So this is a feature where you can share your TikTok story as a post or as a story on the other platforms. Or what are the specifics? Have you seen that part? I believe it's going to be as a post. There used to be a feature on TikTok to where you had your regular TikTok videos and you could hit share and it would share to Instagram, Facebook and all of them. And I think that went away. A lot of little things went away in terms of like having Facebook and Instagram integrated on TikTok. And so it looks like that TikTok is like, look, we don't care that they don't want our stuff there. We want our stuff there because they want attention brought back to the TikTok platform. And so with stories, normally we know how Instagram stories are shared only on stories and then disappear. And right now on TikTok, it's kind of the same way. It's on the platform. But now they're going, no, we want you to share these out to people so to bring more attention back to their your account and to the platform. Well, you bring up a great point with that, too, because that means that the story will expire on TikTok after 24 hours. But if it goes mm -hmm. up as a post on Facebook, it will stay forever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's an interesting way to look at it, too. So yeah. kind of some extra motivation if somebody hasn't decided to play with stories yet. And it's like, OK, well, I can get a little more out of it. Maybe I will add that in there then. I'm honestly curious why they decided to do that, though, because if Instagram and Facebook don't want the watermark there and they're telling us to share it there, then we as marketers, we're like, we like your new feature, but we're going to get penalized if we share it yeah. to these platforms. So I think that there's this, you know, I get TikTok's motivation as a marketer, I'm like, mm, I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fair point as well. Yeah. So we're talking about all of the updates with TikTok and the big talk in the marketing industry this week. And I think this is important for marketers to, to be aware of. And in some ways, even a little frightening is that the Wall Street Journal re released this leaked report sort of saying that as much as Instagram is trying to get reels to go, TikTok is still the king and most reels are not getting engagement. Can you talk to a little bit about what that report said? I don't have all the specifics about that, but I know that it's basically where there are, of course, millions of people have decided to start using Instagram Reels with the intention that, oh, I'm going to get more views, more engagement, more comments on my videos, because that's kind of what Adam Masseri, I think I'll say his name right, because they were saying that's what they're prioritizing. But what they are seeing is that that's actually not the case. And I think it's one, because a lot of people aren't watching as many reels as we think that they are. Two, they don't really know what in the world to do with them because that's not the culture of Instagram. It hasn't been the culture forever. And yeah. so as a result, people are creating this content and folks are like, but we don't even want to be bothered with that. So we're not going to engage. Well, I know in the first quarter, they said Instagram users are spending 20% of their time on reels. 
And then they said it was up a little bit second quarter, but they were very vague about it, Mm -hmm. you know, which kind of made me get the sense that, okay, this is growing slower. Well, certainly slower than they like. We know that. But even, you know, slow enough that they're going to kind of dance around with it. But that will be interesting to see. And and Meta had kind of said that that's an old report and that's not true. But as somebody who invests time, you know, as a marketer into reels, it's kind of like, okay, we want to know this stuff. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, for me, I put up a reel, I get members and clients. And so I think if, you know, people are doing that for their clients, as long as it's working, Mm -hmm. then great. For sure. Certainly interesting to see everything that's going on with that. So yeah, I think what's trying to happen is they're trying to compete with TikTok, which makes sense. They should be. But I don't think that they're really spending enough time trying to educate the person that isn't creating content on Instagram Reels on why they should be watching these videos that have this pointing text that has these sounds and all because they don't understand. When we came to TikTok, that's exactly what it was. So that's what we expected on the platform. But we have been conditioned to this is how Instagram is. And so the person that is like, I don't understand what's going on here. They're feeling the same kind of way they feel about TikTok on by looking at Reels. And so I think that there has to be a little bit more education for the user of Instagram, not a creator of Reel, to really make Reels do a lot better. I think it has a lot of great potential for sure. Yeah. But if they're really going to try to compete with TikTok in that regard, they've got to spend more time talking to the people that they actually want to engage. Yeah, that's a valid point. And especially, I think I love what you said about the expectation level. Mm -hmm. You know, anything we do in marketing or online or anything like that, you say one thing and then it's different. It's like, whoa, whoa, Mm -hmm. this was not part of our agreement that we never (laughs) talked about, you know, that we never discussed, but we felt like we had this agreement. Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest tools for marketers in the last several years, of course, has been using influencers online to reach people in a much more organic way. And TikTok, it sounds like is about to hit a big milestone in terms of influencer marketing spending. Yeah, I think it was by 2024, it looks like that TikTok is going to overtake a Facebook in terms of the amount of money that's being spent on influencers. And honestly, I'm not surprised by that. Just look at 2020 alone, there was so much fighting on Facebook that people were just like, I'm getting out of here, I'm getting off of here. And, and then like the policing of content and all that. You know, if I was a business, where would I put more of my money towards with influencers? Well, I want to look at the data. Where are people spending more of their time? And then where are the influencers? Influencers spending more of their time creating and the place is TikTok. And so to me, it's sad for Facebook, but I'm not surprised by that. That's that. You got a little bit of empathy for Facebook. <laughs> is that what I heard coming up? A little bit of empathy? A yeah. little bit. Because I mean, I love Facebook. We all started there. You know what I mean? But I'm like, Facebook has got to figure out who are they going to be in 2022, 23, 24? Because right now we're still looking at the old Facebook and the way that we interact and all that. But if they're going to withstand all these other things that are happening, well, I mean, they changed to Meta, but it was like you changed the name, but there has to be a rebranding of what is happening here. What are we doing here and all that? Yeah, yeah. So we're talking about all of the updates with TikTok. And this next one is an interesting one because, I mean, this is relatively new technology, But the fact that TikTok decided to go with it certainly shows how mainstream it's going. And this is a text to AI tool, which basically you put in words and it will create a picture that you can use in your TikTok. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's been trending on TikTok for a little while now. It's been evolving. So it started out as, you know, it was just a feature and then we typed our name in it. And then like, for the most part, it was kind of like these 
I would say random images were popping up where they weren't terrible, but they weren't really good. But over the last 60 days, this feature has completely evolved to where you've got some of the most amazing, just beautiful images that come up when you type in your name or city or country. Sometimes it feels like that it's psychic (laughs) a little bit. You know what I mean? Like you may type in your grandma's name who passed away and then some little house or something pops up and you'll see somebody on screen crying their eyes out. And they're like, how in the world did TikTok know? It's beautiful, but it's kind of like spooky at the same time. Yeah, well, TikTok knows everything, right? It's like when, you know, we have this conversation and then later on we'll be served ads about everything that we said. But wow, that's fascinating. I haven't had a chance to play with it. And so it's not finding images, which obviously would be, certainly could do that. It's actually creating these images. It's creating art based on the words that you type in. Correct. Yes. I think that there is a lot of programming that's going about, like there may be like specific images that's going to come up no matter what, but this feature has evolved over time where it feels more customized. Like when you're putting together certain words that it's like, now I'm not really seeing that when you do it, Jerry and I do it, we're getting the same image. Now you're starting to see so many different images come up. It's actually pretty fascinating. Well, and I think a great application for marketers is, you know, when you're scrolling TikTok and it, let's say that your brand does just talking head videos, education or product videos, you start to see the same thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And even though people are in different rooms and like you and I obviously have a different background behind us, yeah. but this is a way to have a unique background that truly, truly stands out, which is cool. So, and I'm a tech geek, so I just think it's cool from that standpoint too. You'll like it. You should test it out. Okay, I will. That'll be on my list for today. (laughs) So another new feature for e-commerce, and this is just being tested, but it definitely looks intriguing, is what they're calling the TikTok order center that's being added and tested on some profiles. So what is that and how exactly does that work? So when I look at the order center, it reminds me of the shoppable features on Instagram in general right now. So if you go on Instagram and someone has uh, like the shoppable features and you click on the shoes and what Instagram is going to kind of tag you as, hey, you were interested in these shoes or you were interested in this lipstick with Instagram. When you log back on, you click and it's going to remind you of these things you tagged. And so with TikTok, it looks like they're doing something similar. So if you're scrolling on the For You feed and you click on the lipstick or you say that you were interested in it or what have you, well, it's going to save it in the order center where, first of all, if you purchase it, it's going to show you, hey, here's the things you purchased or here's, I think it's going to be, here's the things that are in your cart, but also here are the things that you were interested in. And I'm not sure I saw this or not, but I know that Instagram gave you the feature where they started recommending. Like if I clicked on Sephora for something like six months ago, now it's going to recommend something else to me. And so if they're not offering that yet on TikTok, I didn't see that. I think that's going to come next as well. So it's almost putting an Amazon style interface into Mm -hmm. your TikTok profile for businesses. Yeah, I think it's very smart, you know, because it's like if people are going to spend their money on TikTok, then you have to continue enhancing that experience, especially because like some people right now are still not working a TikTok business account because they're just using the regular creator page. But yeah. this feature is like huge, especially as a product based business, because if you do it right and you're marketing, you're running ads and just engaging with you know your audience, you're going to find way more people that, you know, instead of abandoning cart, they're going to get these reminders with on TikTok and then they're going to buy it because there's a huge hashtag on TikTok that's called TikTok made me buy it. Right. We buy. It's just a habit on TikTok. 
Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because most of the conversations I've had with e-commerce businesses over the years, it's like, okay, well, they start off using a tool like Mm -hmm. Shopify or something like that. And then eventually they all kind of want to move to their own platform, right? They don't Mm want to pay the fees as much and things like that. Yeah. You know, if you think of just a wild product success story, like the woman who invented Spanx in her garage, I -hmm. feel like this potentially, you know, for people that have these new products, this shortens that runway to get to Mm -hmm. that point because you have this opportunity to get in front of people and have everything happen right there within the app. Yeah, I mean, it's because so many businesses like just exploded on TikTok in 2020, 2021. And I can't imagine because people got a lot of quick success. But I can't even imagine if this feature was available for the girl who had made a million dollars in 2020 and now didn't know how she did it. If that feature was available, then she could potentially, if they had it, maybe retarget People would remember like, oh, here's the business I bought that from or whatever on TikTok. I think it's a huge added feature for those that have physical products. And then we earlier, you'd mentioned that obviously TikTok's ads platform is getting better and better, but it's not quite at the level of Meta, Facebook, Instagram, which they've been Mm -hmm. building out for years and years and years. But they are adding a little bit more transparency, which marketers can actually, I think, use as well. But what is the new ad transparency thing that they're introducing? Yeah. So I know it's called about this ad. And basically if I am scrolling on TikTok, because right now on my feed for every five videos, I see an ad. And so if I see an ad, I can actually click on about this ad and it's going to tell me why I am actually seeing this ad. Basically, it's going to tell me that, hey, I'm in the age range of this to this. I'm in this country or this state or what have you. And these are my behavior. I mean, it's just the other day I was on YouTube, like, why am I seeing this? Let me click off of this. But I feel like this is really giving like way more transparency about what you're experiencing and why you're experiencing on the platform. And on the other side, you know, for us as marketers, and this is something that I've been doing on the Facebook side for years is you get to go in and see, okay, why is this ad showing up? And so if you can, you know, see who your competitors or other businesses are targeting, why they're targeting them, it's a great way to find new audiences to reach. And one of my favorite things, because, you know, I don't know how often you get a chance to do this, Kenya, but every TikTok feed is completely different. It's almost like a different app. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We might have some of the same stuff because we probably follow some marketing things and things like that. But it's like if I open TikTok on somebody who could be like my best friend, it's a completely different thing. So Mm -hmm. whenever I get a chance, I always love to say, hey, can I just browse TikTok on your phone for a bit? So I'm excited to be able to like, so if I see an ad that I would never see, be able to click on that about this ad and go, how interesting. This is who they're Mm -hmm. trying to reach with this. Yeah. What they have learned about your friend. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. But I don't know if you run into this, but I do have some friends that go, no, you're going to mess up my algorithm. (laughs) Oh yeah. My feed is tight. I don't want you to mess it up. (laughs) Yeah. I do not let people browse TikTok on my phone. Okay. I don't want them like clicking on something random and now my feed's messed up. I will gladly look on your phone. Okay. Okay. So you've got that rule too. Okay. Oh yeah. That's good to know. All right. Just a reminder, you can now join the Social Media Marketing Society to go to socialmediasociety.info right now to invest in yourself. Kenya, where can we discover more about you? Yeah, so you guys, you can find me at kenyakelly.com. That's K-E-E-N-Y-A-K-E-L-L-Y and Kenya Kelly on Instagram and obviously on TikTok. Awesome stuff today, Kenya. And if you want to add a podcast to your listening lineup, we've got a couple for you to check out. The Social Media Marketing Podcast, hosted by Michael Stelzner, and the Crypto Business Podcast, also hosted by Mike. And you can find both of those in your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. And thank you for being part of the show today. Bye, everybody. Bye. 
The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.